Hello, and welcome to the Cycling Up Here podcast. I'm your host, Doug Opliger, and in today's discussion is with the founder and two other organizers of the Tour de Upe cycling events. Our guests will help us learn about the several rides which are part of the Tour de Upe mission. The Tour de Upe's main event is a 10-day, 1,200-mile, SAG-supported ride on the most beautiful and most safe roads all around Michigan's Upper Peninsula. If you're interested in this one, you should start planning and register soon so you can join the ride next July. For those interested in a little less intensity in their bike touring, there are several other Tour de Upe riding opportunities for you. So we'll hear about all of them and also how you'll have the chance to support UP families dealing with childhood cancer. The Tour de Upe has a great website, which is linked in the show description. It has all you need to participate or volunteer for any of the Tour de Upe rides. So here's today's show. Well, welcome to the Cycling Up Here podcast. Today we're talking with three people who've been instrumental in a cycling event called Tour de Youp, eh? So we're going to jump right into the interview. We have three folks here, but I, I think we're going to just start the interview and have them introduce themselves as we go. James, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself, maybe where you're from, where you live now, and your role in this bike event. Uh, James Studinger, I live in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan now, which is in lower Michigan. And I grew up in Manistique, up in the Upper Peninsula, in the Banana Belt, <laughs> on the uh, uh, south side of the UP. And I grew, grew up there and uh, just love, love the Upper Peninsula. I always have. It's my backyard. It's my playground. I love to get up there and have a good time. Awesome. Tell us what this event is, uh, I guess, to get started and, and how you got involved or, or if you started it, why you started it and, and give us the, the uh, origin story here. Like I said, I like exploring the Upper Peninsula. I think it's a beautiful place. And um, I had hiked across the UP from Lake Superior Miners Beach to Lake Michigan and Thompson. And my only rule was I couldn't go on a man-made trail or road any more than crossing it. So I just want to go through the raw wilderness. Wow. And then I canoed through the UP. I went from Aw Train in Lake Superior and uh, made my way through lakes and rivers and ponds and beaver ponds and tiny little trickles of a creek <laughs> and eventually got to Rapid River in Lake Michigan. So I want to, you know, canoe from lake to lake. And then I had a buddy that asked me if I would take him on a scenic tour around the UP on a bike. And I thought, well, that's a neat idea. Maybe I should bike around the UP. <laughs> and so I just out of curiosity put together a, a biking route um, to see what that would look like. And then the other thing that happened at the same time, though, was I was doing some triathlons. And so I was doing quite a bit of bike training. And I had a number of friends that were injured by vehicle uh, to bicycle accidents. I had some uh, to the point of paralyzation on, in one case. And I had friends of friends that actually had uh, friends die. Um, and so the biking accidents uh, scenario was getting unbelievably 
uh, acutely dangerous and real. And so I would do more of my training in the Upper Peninsula, uh, back in my hometown visiting my family. But I would never see another biker. And um, the only time I would actually would be on the busy roads, M28 and US2. And it just dawned on me that people that aren't from the UP don't know where to bike in the UP. They don't know these quiet back roads. And so that's what made me want to do this ride. I thought, you know, let me get out there, ride my bike around the UP. It's a 1200 mile trip. It'd be pretty neat. And it'll be like a loudspeaker to say, hey, come on up here, bring your bike um, and bike on some really safe, quiet roads. Have a great time and don't have to worry about cars. So it was just a way to point attention to something that people don't think about when they think about the UP, and that's concrete and asphalt. And just bring attention to that and say, it's here. Come on up. Have a great time. Be safe. You know, bring your bike next time you come up. Yeah, that safety issue is, is so important. And as, as you guys probably know, I mean, there are some bigger biking organizations out there that do great job with their bike routes and everything. But they do tend to choose routes. You know, they, they too, don't have the time and, and I guess, savvy to go seek out, you know, these um, road biking gems that are out there, but they're not on the main main map. So it's a, it's a really neat um, undertaking. Um, okay, so when was the first one and, and how, how did that go? And That was in 2018. And um, I just literally sent out a Facebook post randomly and said, hey, I'm gonna bike uh, for 10 days around the perimeter of the Upper Peninsula. Does anybody wanna join me? Uh, we had about 16 people, I think maybe 17, including me. Uh, I call them the inaugural riders. They will forever have a very dear place in my heart, Dan Dalquist being one of them. And um, we met each other, most of us, for the first time during that ride and, and put it on the map and explored and had a great time. And I learned a lot from these people. Most of them were more experienced riders than I was. And uh, that was the that was the first. I came up with a neat idea, I think, to have a plaid jersey awarded when you finish all 10 and didn't know where it would go next. But I thought this was a good start. Yeah, very cool. So um... With COVID being in there, uh, I understand like last summer was the the fifth anniversary, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. It's, it's very cool. And you mentioned something, and I guess this might come up a little later, just about, you know, it's the biking, yes, but the community, meeting the people, bring people together that I think we'll get into, into a little bit later. I want to just tell everyone now that your website, which I think is really good, um, and people might want to look at that if they're listening, if they can, uh, or or after they listen. But it's uh, tour da up a, so it's t o u r d a y o o p e h dot com. So tour da up a dot com, and it it's really good, and it explains a lot of the things, or has in I guess maybe more in depth information about a lot of things we're gonna. We're going to talk about yeah so let's go to our, our second guest here go ahead dan tell us who you are where you live and and what's your your role here other than being one of the uh foundation riders one of the inaugural riders yeah my name is dan dahlquist i live here in the houghton hancock chassel area uh i'm 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 a bike rider mountain bikes road bikes but i pretty much ride every day 
Uh, I met James uh, at uh, when he posted, hey, I'm riding around the UP, and a, a friend saw the post and said, Dan, you ought to meet this guy, and uh, that was five years ago. And number one, James and I are good friends. Number two, we love riding together um, and love working to promote bicycling as a whole in our beautiful upper peninsula number one it's it's a it's a per it's kind of a permanent item on our family calendar number two it's it's been both a very great mental and physical challenge and doug you mentioned community I, I made some really good friends out of this whole thing over the last five years and look forward to seeing them every year as we go get together there's a little bit of cooperation say you know Derek Runavar hey Dan what rides are you doing next year you know and so we try to hook it up so that we're at least doing one one day together and it, it's just just a blast uh, so my role is I'm a writer uh, I help uh, with some of the organization stuff my home route is the Keweenaw route which you're familiar with and uh, that that's when I, I do a fair amount of, of uh, planning and, and uh, overseeing on. Okay. Yeah. So uh, as you, if you listen to the podcast, it, we're uh, cycling up here from the Keweenaw and the upper peninsulas of Michigan and beyond. So Dan and I live pretty close to one another and I, I ride a lot with Dan. Um, as he said, mountain bikes, road bikes, like kind of all sorts of bikes. So this particular event though is kind of suited to what, I guess, kind of biking. Well, the re the reality is, is uh, Tour de Youp is primarily a road bike or a gravel bike event. Um, uh, the distances are long. Um, a, a mountain bike would function, but it's not going to be near at the speed or the comfort that a, a, a gravel bike or a road bike would be at. Um, so we recommend road bikes, gravel bikes. Uh, there's more information on the website regarding equipment and, and preparation for it, but it is a road bike event. And one thing it is not, Tour de Youp is not a race. Ah, uh, yeah, it, it is absolutely know. not a race. It is a tour in the sense that uh, we have some people that'll be right. Everybody rides at a speed that's comfortable for them. And I guess that's, that's, the, that's the key. Some people are really fast. We had a gentleman a couple of years ago who had his pace. He rode his pace every day. He was slow, but he was smiling. He had a blast. And I think James, didn't he do, uh, didn't he do across the country this year? He did last year. Yeah. He used tour the UPA as a uh, training ride. <laughs> yeah. We have people that uh, they're, they're training for maybe an Ironman or some race. They can go, you can go as fast as you want. Or uh, like Dan said, people that are conversing more, um, more casual ride for them, but it's 120 miles. So, the, you know, you want to finish, you want to ride at a decent clip be, to get in to the next town at a reasonable time. Um, you know, and so you enjoy yourself and you've got yeah. time to relax and recover and all that. Okay. James, why don't you tell us a little bit about, I guess, start, we've been talking about the annual event, I think up until this point. So maybe just say a little bit more about that. And then um, the other events, and we can just talk about, you know, why they exist and, and a little bit about what they are. But again, I'm going to direct folks to the uh, tourdeupa.com website where they, where they can kind of look at the maps and see a lot more about, about these. So uh, getting to the, the, I guess, annual event, 
we've described a little bit about it. You've talked about 120 miles a day and in several sections, but maybe say a little bit more about that. And we'll get to the dates and registration things a little later. And that, but then we can go into these other events. Sound good, James? Absolutely. So again, the intent of the ride to me was to get people riding their bike in the Upper Peninsula. We have about 1,200 bicycle to vehicle accidents a year in the state of Michigan, uh, multiple deaths and multiple horrible uh, uh, injuries. And the Upper Peninsula has around 20 accidents. It, there is unbelievable safe and scenic riding opportunities in the UP and people just aren't aware of it. So that was always my intent. So the annual event is like the loudspeaker. That's what gets the most attention. We have a lot of fun. We may as well do it. You know, it's just a great time. And so it's something that we organize, we put on uh, to showcase riding in the Upper Peninsula and to help people get around it to do it as a group event. But the other uh, rides that you mentioned, they all follow that same original intent. That's to give people ideas and places to go to ride their bike. So I have um, the journey and um, just the, the tour ride self-supported. So the journey is for people that want to ride the full 1,200 or 1,500 miles around the perimeter, but they're not going to ride 120 miles a day. Mm. They might ride 40 or 50 miles. They're probably backpack bikers, meaning they've got these big saddlebags. And they'll ride 40 or 50, 60 miles. And they'll spend a night or two or three nights in a place. And then they'll ride some more and ride some more. Um, we had a couple complete all of that two years ago over a three-month period of time, a couple from Tennessee. And they became the first people to complete the journey. And when you complete the journey, uh, you earn the green plaid jersey as opposed to the red plaid jersey. The um, other self-supported event is to do the whole 1,200 miles um, in 10 days over 10 years or 10 days in a row, but you're not breaking the route down. It's 120 miles, give or take, each day. And that's just self-supported. And we had, for example, uh, maybe finish all of that just before we started the annual ride because her schedule just didn't line up with the annual ride. Uh, but she did come and join us for two days uh, to meet some of the other riders afterwards. So that was that was a lot of fun. Her name was Nikki Silo. But she earned plaid the week before we started. She just came back to get to uh, to celebrate with some other people because she did it solo. And then I have Loop to You. And Loop to Youp is encouraging people to get into a community for a few days and bring their bike. For example, Lance is a beautiful place to ride your bike. Um, a yeah. lot of scenic roads, a lot. Of, I mean, <clears throat> you guys know the area. It's just gorgeous. So somebody vacationing in Lance, per, per se, bring their bike. They don't know where to go on paved roads. So Loop to Youp is something that shows people loops scattered throughout the upper peninsula i think there's like three or four thousand miles of bike routes on that and they can just go explore community on their own for two or three days and then i have bike up and bike up is i i don't know i think that's really cool um this one has the most mixture of gravel to to pavement everything else is predominantly pavement um but this one because it, my intent is to spell bike up 
over the middle of the upper peninsula in the routes. You'll see the, the routes spell out the words bike UP. And in order to do that, I had to incorporate a little bit of gravel. So it's a little bit more of an adventurous ride, if you will. Um, but it, I, it's very cool. I've done it. I think it's a blast. And it, it, and it showcases the interior of the Upper Peninsula. Most of the other rides are going around lake shores and stuff. Yeah. Can I just interrupt you one, one second here? Because again, uh, I highly encourage folks to go on the website and just check this out um, because you can kind of see the map of the UP with these routes in there in different colors. And it, and it is, I thought that is a clever idea and uh, looks, looks really very cool. Uh, before, you, before we move on, because if you're keeping score at home, I said there were three of us here and we've only heard, heard from two so far. So we're going to get to Gary in a second. But before we do that, um, can you just, James, say something a little bit about the jerseys? Uh, yes, uh, I like the jerseys. I think they're fun. And they also, um, they help spread the message of safe biking. So each event has its own unique jersey. We have the orange camo jersey that we ride during the the perimeter rides, which are the journey, the self-supported Tour de Yupe and the annual event Tour de Yupe. And then uh, Loop de Yupe has a, a kind of a funky 70s vibe jersey to it. And then Bike UP is uh, Northern Lights, um, which the Upper Peninsula is extremely well known for, is a Northern Lights theme. Um, so each of the jerseys have an uh, an image of what like the routes would look like on the back of the jersey. They have the logo on the front of the jersey, so there's consistency, but they have some fun coloring and arrangements to them. And then the pinnacle is some version of plaid, and so the main plaid is a red plaid jersey. I think a very cool looking red plaid jersey, not just a typical flannel shirt, but it definitely is Upper Peninsula vibe, and that's what you you earn when you ride the full 1200 miles um, and then like i said the green plaid is for people that do the same thing but they break it into multiple days and then we i wasn't expecting this but i had three riders come back and ride all 10 days again I'm like oh man i should give them a special jersey for that so i came up with the white plaid and then three more people did it and now some of those people that have white plaid are going to come back in 2023 and they asked if I have another one. So of course I came up with another one, which I'll unveil when the first person accomplishes that. So we're gonna see some variations of plaid as the years come by. Yeah, People are kind of blowing me away with coming back and going more and more and more. So we'll, have, we'll keep having fun with jerseys. Yeah, what a great way to get the word out. Like when folks ride, ride with their local groups and their group rides to wear those jerseys and, and, and to spread the word. There's so it's well, I'll be, I'll be in UP riding my bike and Dan, you've probably experienced it. And somebody sees one of the jerseys like, Oh, two to you, but I know you guys, I saw you guys riding. It's always like, we're one group of people, right? Dan, when you have the jersey yeah. on, I know you guys, I saw you guys before. Yeah. That's really neat. All right. So I'm going to get to our, our third guest here. All right. Well, my name is Gary Parla, and my role uh, with Tour de Ope is SAG support uh, operations, uh, outreach, and marketing. And I'm also a lion. A lion. Yeah. We roar. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like what you do is is really important. And I know there are some partnerships with the um, there are some sponsorships, but this partnership with the lions looked really interesting. So, can you tell us about about that? Love to. 
Well, uh, the Lions, uh, you know, as you all know, it's been around for a long time. We've been an over-service organization for over 100 years. And one of the things I always say is where there's a need, there's a lion. Uh, our our motto is we serve. So when Tour to You uh, teamed up with Chris Smith and the UP Lions Serve Childhood Cancer Program, the Lions have been very instrumental in providing volunteers to serve and support the hydration stations on the tour and promoting and raising funds for the Childhood Cancer Program. <clears throat> which is one of our causes, helping families fighting childhood cancer in the Upper Peninsula. And our mission is to serve children and families from the Upper Peninsula who are battling childhood cancer. Um, the Childhood Cancer Program provides grants to families to really minimize the financial hardship that is directly attributable to their child's diagnosis to cover needs for travel, medical, and household bills as well as provide education and other resources. Cool. And so are you a cyclist yourself? Do you do, do a lot of cycling, any cycling? And um, how did you get uh, actually wrapped up in this? Well, just through the lions. Well, that's a, that's a great, that's a, that's a podcast in itself. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I was a cycler, uh, but I have a medical condition. I have uh, hereditary peripheral neuropathy. And uh, if you know anything about that, uh, it uh, it's really messes up my feet and the hands. So, but uh, so that kind of took me off a bike. Uh, so I'm trying my darnest to get back on the bike. But I am an avid hiker. I hike probably four or five times a week, uh, and find other means to stay in condition. Uh, but uh, one of my goals is to get back on the bike. However, uh, being that I do have some biking experience. Um, uh, Chris Smith asked me to be part of the SAG support. Okay. And two years ago, I got asked to be the luggage guy. And I said, why not? Sounds like fun. Anything we can do to support uh, the Upper Peninsula and childhood cancer and children. Well, those, and I know we've all, all of us been involved in organizing bike events and other events too. And finding people like you to do those kinds of jobs is one of the biggest challenges and one of the hardest things. So, Hats off to you, Gary, for, for that work. And I know the cyclists who do the event are so grateful you're there. Um, while we got you, Gary, why don't we say a little bit more about people I hope listening or, or might be interested, maybe want to learn more. So what's in it for them, I guess, other than, you know, chances to ride or what do they get? How do they register? How do they get involved? Well, uh, if, if you're a, a volunteer or organization or writer, of course, our, our our website is very informational uh, regarding that. Um, they can also reach out to me directly if they like, uh, or any of us really, James uh, or Dan, uh, to get involved. Uh, we can always use the volunteer help. Uh, but the best way to get a hold of us really is through the website. And there's emails uh, that they can send us email as okay. well as reach out to us via phone. All right. And I've, you know, I've said the, the website a couple of times, but I'm going to put a link to it in the description of this show when it, when it goes out there. So, so it'll be there for, for folks to use. Dan, anything else you want to say about like how do riders get involved? The, this event is, it, it, first off, it's, a, it's an awful lot of fun. Uh, second, it can, it, I know initially it was intimidating to me. It's uh, doing back-to-back -back days, 1,200 miles uh 120 miles a day uh you know issues about how do i recover how do i rest how do i train 
all that's all that's surmountable. We have information on the website that can help you with that. People can reach out to people like myself or James or Gary or other writers because we all have different experiences with it. We would love to get more people involved writing this. Uh, being from the western part of the UP here, uh, I would love to see more of our uh, Ironwood, Otnagan, or Gogeba County, Otnagan County, Houghton and Keweenaw County, Berger County, Iron County, get more of that riders, those road riders to come out and try this event. Doing the event all 10 days in one summer is, is very impressive. Uh, I have not done that. I have, I have completed my tour once. I'm about, I will complete my second lap this coming summer, but I've been doing bits and pieces every year. Uh, and, and that's entirely, entirely the way to do it. So get involved, reach out to us, try it. Uh, we can help with the equipment. We can help with recommendations. We can help with training recommendations. We can, we can take you on practice rides. You want to come out and practice, reach out to me and I'd be happy to go out and, and, and do a route with you. Okay. So thanks for all that information. And Let's hear about the, the dates when things are going to happen. Now, some of these sound like they might not have dates, but the annual ride certainly does. So, so let's go let's go through that first, Gary. Yes, uh, the the ride is always the last Friday of July. Uh, so <clears throat> this year, uh, 2020, 2023, it'll be uh, July 28th to August the 6th. Most folks arrive the night, Thursday night, July 27th in Manistique. And as you well know, we shove off on that morning, July, Friday, July 28th. And we go from Manistique to Escanaba, from Escanaba to Iron Mountain, Iron Mountain, Ironwood. We go up to Houghton. We spend two days. We do the Keweenaw Loop. We head to Marquette, Grand Marais. We head to Sault Ste. Ignace. Uh, actually, the Sioux, and then the St. Ignace, and then back to Manistique. So it's 10 days. Okay. Hey, James, well, just while we're on that, how many, what's the, maybe you said this, but I missed it. How, what's the most number of people who've done the, the 10 day thing in a year? In a single year? <clears throat> Good question. Maybe 12. Wow. If yeah. you go to the website, there's a chasing plaid page and ah. that shows everybody that, are, that currently uh, wears plaid. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. So Gary, then these other events, if I'm understanding right, they don't have a specific date. You just kind of go online and register and then do those on your own? Yes. Okay. So when someone registers, um, I think each of these has a registration fee and all of that information is on, on the website, but correct me if I'm wrong, each of them has a registration fee and there's kind of a jersey associated with them. And then how do you get maps like the routing and things like that? I don't know if Gary or James wants to address sure, that. Sure, I'll answer that. Uh, the, the annual ride, the supported ride, that is an event uh, with USA Cycling. And um, so it's a, a very well-organized uh, event like you may experience with other rides. And in that one, you register um, and then we communicate with you quite thoroughly leading up to the event including uh, giving people uh, all of the routes that they would then download into their Garmin or their bike computer. On the other rides, uh, it's not actually an event. It's just a self-supported ride. And what people do there is they just buy the, the jersey for a ride. Like, for example, they might buy the Bike UP jersey 
And then as soon as they do that, they get an email with a link to uh, all of the routes that they would need. And then with those routes, they can do the same thing. They can print them off on a map if they want to. They can download to their to their phone or their computer, their bike computer, their Garmin. Okay. All right. So, Dan, why don't you tell us, so somebody's interested, they're, they're going to go on the website, they're going to ride. So they're, they're, they're signing up. They want to do the journey. The, the key to it is, is get enrolled early, uh, start training. There are training ideas and, and plans available through the website, but the training is actually two parts. It's one, spending time on your bike, pedaling, climbing hills, all that type of stuff, but also use the website, the Tour de Ube website, to, for fundraising ideas to start raising contributions for the, on that rider's behalf to the Childhood Cancer Program at the UP. We were amazed last year at how much money was raised. Uh, I will say that the Tour de Ube, to be successful, um, needs tremendous sisu if you're a, if you're a local person up here. But to sign up for it uh, uh, without a whole lot of preparation time is not a particularly good recipe for success. Uh, you need to spend some time training, riding hills, learning how to maintain your bike, learning how to maintain yourself. If you do those things, the rest of it's actually a piece of cake. Cool. What's the amount being raised? It sounds pretty impressive. Uh, yes, uh, total uh, raised uh, from last year's event was uh, 50000 The Bike for Kids is a new project to raise money through the participation of the Tour de Upe, where every rider who signs up for the annual event and receives a unique donation page to help raise money for the families up in the Upper Peninsula that are battling uh, childhood cancer. So that's what's nice is right on our website, there is a pledge page to sign up and do that. Yeah. If I could say something on this, um, this childhood cancer thing lent a whole nother piece that was amazing to this past year's tour to you. At many places during the, during the event, I know Escanaba, Marquette, Houghton, uh, and other places, uh, Chris and Gary would, there would be a family there with a young child who was suffering from cancer and uh one at a time they would bring riders in to meet this family and interact with these kids and it's heart-wrenching to see these youngsters just playing around but knowing that they have got a deadly disease in them that needs some help from us uh, and I don't know of any riders who participated last year who did not come away touched by that event. Um, this, so this is a, a tremendous add-on to the whole right. biking thing. All uh, it, it's just it's just it's just amazing. And call to action: you really need to be part of this to participate in that and see what it, see what it means to these families and these kids. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. Great, great to hear about all this. Getting back to the biking side of things, sort of like three things. There's the biking itself and then the community of bikers and then this extended community to, to help with the, with the Lions Club. Um, back to the biking and it's particularly the biking safety. James, my understanding is, you know, you've been pretty instrumental in trying to get people off of these busy, busy roads and biking up in the UP for safety. And I know you've got a pamphlet 
on your website. Uh, the title of it is 18 in the UP. And, and if people are interested in road biking, I highly recommend to go see that pamphlet. But do you just want to say a little bit about, I guess, aside from this event or these events, some of the work you're doing to promote safe cycling, safe road cycling in the UP? So I didn't think that I'd be able to get so involved with biking safety and biking safety planning and decision making. So I feel real blessed for that. But after the first year ride, I was invited to uh, a discussion over in Escanaba with MDOT and planning uh, people from the three Eastern, Central, and Western UP planning divisions and um, got to meet some great people. I shared what we did during the ride and what I learned as a rider coming in and out of almost every community in the Upper Peninsula, um, which towns by accident or intentionally have a great entry and exit and a safe entry and exit, which ones need some help or you know suggestions. And then uh, from there, I started writing an annual summary after each ride. And now I'm extremely involved in discussions in the governor's council and a lot of the planning meetings and the road commissions and MDOT. And I'm, I'm really lucky to be involved in this. What I have seen is that these people care so much about everybody's life and they need outside feedback from people that are riding thousands of miles or, or hundreds of miles. They need feedback and they've welcomed my feedback, which I feel blessed about. And uh, they're wonderful people and they really want to keep everybody safe. And so we are collectively coming together with great ideas to make some road changes that will continue to make biking and safer in Michigan and incidentally other states because some of the stuff that we're studying and talking about is now being studied in other states as well. So it's going to make a big impact uh, currently and for years to come on bike safety. It's really, really important. And I can't commend you enough on, on the pamphlet you put together. As I, as I looked at it, I was telling Dan before we started that you know I've been in and around almost each of those spots that, that you've identified as either critical or beneficial. And it's, it's really cool to see that, I guess, in print and out there for people who you know, might be able to make a difference over time. So thanks for that work. And, and if people want to, I guess, help with that, is there a way that you know, folks can help with that part. On the website, there are many areas where they can reach out and give me information or ideas that they have, and we can make a connection and, and see if they want to get involved in some of these panel discussions. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I really want to thank all of you folks for coming in and joining me today on this podcast. Um, I There might be something else to cover. Let me just to ask is there anything else that we, that we want to hit here it looks like dan might want to say something here <laughs> james james is going to laugh at this uh just 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 telling you doug that we have never had a tandem uh do, do the two <laughs> group, hint 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 and yeah. with your experience biking and seeing many of these places it would be uh it would be fun to see a co-motion tandem uh, participating in some of these events. <laughs> it would, All right, I'll take that as a personal gauntlet thrown in my face here yeah. in podcast land. Anything else? If you're thinking about joining us, please do. Um, it's a challenge. You will feel phenomenal to do it. Um, you'll probably pull it off if you put in a, a, an e a decent amount of training and effort. Um, if you don't pull it off, you're going to have a heck of a lot of support and 
And, uh, you know, you're going to meet a lot of great people and you'll come back and finish it shortly thereafter or come and do two or three days. I think that's a fantastic way to see the Upper Peninsula. And over five years or maybe three years, you've done the whole thing. You know, don't don't feel like this is a 10 day event. Some people do take 10 days and do it. But this, I mean, there's so many wonderful people I've met that have come back year over year. And, and knock a couple of sections off and, and have a great time doing that that way. Yeah, it's neat that you have that opportunity for people for people to do it that way. I was gonna say, I just really, I, back to Dan and what James has been saying, I wanna really emphasize that this is a ride. You know, this is a tour, this ain't a race. And we really gotta get that message out there. You can accomplish this tour in 10 days or 10 years. Uh, you can do a one day event, you can do a two day event or a three. And we got to get that message out there. One of, one of the other things I think that's really important, we saw a lot of it this past year with a couple of our writers, the people that who might be perceived as stronger vets, veteran writers in this event, spent a lot of time writing with some of our first-year writers, escorting them in, talking to them, helping them along on the routes. Um, and that type of support from within the writer's rank to our new participants, it's been there every year, but just seems to get stronger and stronger and stronger every, every year we, we do the event. And that, that part of it, bottom line is no one's going to be left writing by themselves for any length of time if they're, if they're struggling. Cool. And to Dan's point, we show up as total strangers and we leave as best friends. I mean, this is a cycling event that it's life changing. You'll talk about it for years to come. Okay, well, to the three of you, Dan Dahlquist, James Studinger, Gary Perla, thank you so, so much. And with that, thank you guys. I don't know if you, you know this, but my published mission is to um, promote safe and sustainable opportunities for all kinds of cyclists. And this certainly falls in that category. Our, our secret mission, of course, is to take over the world with bikes. And uh, that's the plan. So I really appreciate you guys helping with all of those goals. See you guys. Thanks for Thanks for uh, being on the call. And uh, Douglas, thanks for having us and hosting us. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Doug, very much. We really appreciate your mission on safe and sustainable cycling up at the Upper Peninsula. And we encourage people to sign up. Thanks, Doug. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing many of our listeners on the road uh, wearing our, our orange camo jerseys. Uh, great event. Please come check us out and ride with us. Here's a special request to all of you to please share this podcast with anyone who might be even remotely interested in the Tour de Youth, eh? To join the annual supported group ride, it's important to get registered and start planning as soon as possible. So sign up soon and share this show with your riding buddies. That's today's show. Thanks for listening. Keep on with our secret mission to take over the world <laughs> with bikes.